Vegas Nation, sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $100 when you sign up. Sports, entertainment, little to no culture. It's time for Unsportsmanlike Conduct with Ed Graney and Adam Hill. Welcome in to Unsportsmanlike Conduct of the Vegas Nation, sponsored by Station Casinos, STN Sports, and presented by the Las Vegas Review Journal, Blue Wire, and Liquid Death. We're your hosts, Ed Graney and Adam Hill, and we're here each week to give you our thoughts on the Las Vegas Raiders before entering the world of topics we find interesting. Hey, buddy. You get your Liquid Death? Did you? I do. I'm excited for it. Uh, did you just point at me when you... I mean, I'm the only other person here. I, think I could have pointed assumed, at Larry Mir, our producer, who's back there. Right, but I think people assumed... That you're Adam Hill? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm Ed Graney. That's Adam. Like, I don't think you have to point. But yeah, Well, what are you going to do? Uh, so this week I thought, um, and Larry suggested, and I like the suggestion, maybe we talk a little bit about the championship games as well. Yeah. Uh, because I know you and Vinny Bonsignore are doing an eight-part series for the Review Journal, uh, Las Vegas Review Journal dot com. Uh, Review Journal right there. We you can point at it. We can just point at things. Oh, is that it? Yeah, it's the Review Journal logo back there. Okay, there it is. We haven't been on tape for this uh, for this podcast yet. It, it's off. To, it's off to a great start, by the <laughs> it's way. Good. It's good. <laughs> I'm reading stuff. I'm pointing at you. I'm holding up Liquid Death. Um, you and Vinny Bonsignore are doing an eight part series on free agents for each position for the Raiders. Um, let me ask a few questions about that before we get into the championship games, because you're about to take over the series, right, uh, with positions? Yeah, we're going position by position right now of who's available around the league. So if the Raiders do decide to dip into certain positions, uh, what kind of players are available? How deep is the pool of potential free agents? And obviously that can change because guys might get franchise tagged, guys might get re-signed. Uh, but for right now, who possibly could be available at each position? Right. and. Uh, yeah, I believe uh, right now we are uh, we are through quarterbacks, receivers, running backs, tight ends, and uh, I'm taking over with offensive line uh, starting tomorrow. Do you have defensive line? Got defensive line. Do you line, have cornerbacks? Corners, safety. Okay, so you have everything they need. Sure, but I, I, I look. I think that there's you know there's positions of need kind of all over the field. Certainly on defense, it's all three levels of the defense. Absolutely, um, uh, positions that you don't really think about. Uh, obviously, offensive line is going to be one, but I think that's secondary receiver, and Mac Hollins played that role, the big receiver, the the downfield receiver this year. Uh, but he's a free agent, so who knows if he's back? Uh, and I think that the Raiders could absolutely invest in that number two receiver, a complimentary guy uh, to Devonte Adams. And Devonte Adams, obviously, one of the best possession receivers, can get down the field as well. But a deep threat with size on the other side of the field, I think, would be massive for this offense. And you know, I, I know a lot, not a lot of people expect it, and. I, I don't think this is the direction they go, but I think it'd be really intriguing uh, when you talk about both free agency and the draft. Quentin Johnston from TCU, I think would be such a perfect complement to uh, both Devontae Adams and potentially Hunter Renfro if he's maybe traded or not. But if he's here, if you had Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, and you got Quentin Johnston to go along with them, if you took him with that seventh pick, uh, this offense is unbelievably skilled all around for whoever the quarterback could be. So um, I don't think you rule out those kind of positions just because it looks like a strength. I think there's ways you can build those areas. How upset would people be if they took a receiver at seven overall with these defensive deficiencies? I think they'd be upset until they watched him. <laughs> I think people would be upset until they looked at them. Until oh, they still gave up 28 oh. a game? Yeah, and I think, look, when we're doing free agency, and, and it'll apply to the draft as well, um, I, I think a, a lot is going to depend, more than anybody even thinks, a lot is going to depend on which way they go with quarterback. 
Um, I, I think you have to build the team differently depending on who that quarterback is. And if it is, of course, the rumors of Tom Brady, and we've talked about that here. Uh, if it is Tom Brady, I think you have to go a different direction than if it, if it is a young quarterback. If it's Tom Brady, you almost have to draft an offensive lineman or sign uh, one of the top offensive yeah. linemen out there. And there's not really any elite guys, although I like a guy, uh, McGlinchey from the 49ers. Um, you know, if we're talking about the championship games today, that's a guy I think I would watch because he's going to be a free agent. And I th- he's a guy I would really like uh, with the Raiders, although much more of a run blocker. He got a lot better in pass protection this year. So um, guys like that, that I think you can watch, but you have to invest in the offensive line even more if you get Tom Brady, and then you could sign a bunch of free agents defensively and try to build there. But um, I think the build of this roster has a lot to do with who the quarterback is. So I think that is the primary decision that has to be made. Did you see the uh, CBS Sports um, mock draft uh, trade-ups that they put out there? Uh, Did you see what they said the Raiders would give up to get the first pick and get uh, C.J. Stroud? It was a lot. First of all, I, I don't. I mean, I, I wouldn't do that, and I don't. I don't think there's a guarantee that a, that quarterbacks go. It was one, just two, thrown three. out there. Sure, but I, I think that's one. That's one other thing to look at. Um, and yeah, and it was it was a lot that they have to give up. But um, I I feel like right now at this part of the draft process, every year, everyone talks about well, quarterbacks are going one, two, three, and then they. Uh, I don't think they're going one, they two, three. Do. I don't either. And I, I think, think they could go want, one, two. They could, but I just don't think that's happening either. Really? So, yeah, I don't. So C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young, you don't think are one, two, and in one of the two ways. Unless there's a lot of trade-ups and things like that. But if, if teams stay where they are, I think actually one could fall to three, four, or five even. So I don't think you'd have to go all the way up uh, to get that. And by the way, I don't know that it's out of the question. I wouldn't do it. But I don't know that it's out of the question that Will Levis sneaks his way into the top three potentially and maybe even is even the first. People are all over Will Levis right now yeah. for whatever reason. Yeah. It was it was switch this year's ones, one and seven. So you give up this year's one, which is fine because you get the number one pick. Uh First year, first round picks in the next two years, a second, a third, a fourth, and a fifth. That's a lot for a team that has a lot of holes, a lot of places. You just opened your liquid death. I did. It's so delicious. Uh, I couldn't Um, resist anymore. Um, I went as long as I could. That was my, I was like, let me hold off as long as I can, but it's so delicious. Uh, I think that. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't do that trade. That's a lot for a team with um, a lot of needs. But they do have a lot of draft capital, right? And so it, it just depends. Again, it depends who they're able to get. You know, like which direction do they go? And by the way, if they do draft, if they do draft a quarterback that high, that would mean I would imagine that Tom Brady is not here, uh, which I mean, which I would think would mean you would have to go try your best to re-sign Jarrett Stidham because Jarrett right. Stidham again is a free agent as well. Um, but if you're going to draft a quarterback that high, I think that's where you go. Now, I I personally think that. There's guys that they like potentially later in the draft, but then you never know. Like, Not the kid from Florida. Well, as of a month and a half ago, I think that that was a guy they said, hey, look, you could sign Tom Brady, get Anthony Richardson in the third round, have and your keep him for two years doing nothing behind Tom Brady. Yeah, but now all of a sudden, Anthony Richardson is mocked in the top 10. Now, I don't believe uh, that's going to happen. I don't think that happens, but... You, again, this Crazy is so, stuff happens it's around so the draft, early man. and it's so early in the process right now that nobody knows anything yet. Crazy stuff happens around the draft. Always. That's too much to give That's up, love probably. It. Unless, of course, and you have to hit this and you have to be right. Unless, of course, you fall in love with CJ Stroud and you absolutely believe he's the next franchise quarterback. But yeah. Well, yeah, if that if that happens with any player any year, like you have to you have to consider that it, a franchise quarterback who is who you draft is such a game changer. Look at look around. I mean, 
every year since 2006, I believe it is, there's been, you know, one of the two quarterbacks in the Super Bowl is on a rookie contract. And that is guaranteed to happen again this year because both the Eagles and 49ers have quarterbacks on rookie contracts. It happens every year. That is the way to build a roster. I mean, you look, the Bills, people are talking about their window being closed because Josh Allen's contract kicks in next year. And now all of a sudden you you don't you can't construct a roster the way that you wanted to. We talked about this with Derek Carr's contract as well. It's not while it's not prohibitive, like he was making enough money that you couldn't build the entire roster the way you wanted well, to. Well, obviously. And, and you have to carry if if you make that much money, you have to carry your team. And we see these guys, one, you know, Joe Burrow's going to sign an extension this offseason most likely, and it won't kick in next year because they'll they'll stretch it out, they'll kick it in in 2 years, but you know, when when these guys sign contracts, it makes it very tough to build a team. So that's why rookie contracts for quarterbacks are so incredibly valuable. That's why we see these guys going to the Super Bowl year after year, and we're going to see it again this year potentially. Potentially, you see it on both. If the Bengals win... If the Bengals win, you're guaranteed to see two. Two, two quarterbacks and rookie contracts. And it, it happens every Bur- single year. Burrow's going to make 50-plus. Yes and no. I mean, he should. Absolutely. He should reset the market. Um, but there are questions of how much liquid capital the Bengals actually have. And can they, if they sign that kind of a contract where it would be 50 plus for four or five, even six years, and you'd have to put that guaranteed money into escrow, do they have it? I don't know. If they do, would they want to put that away? I don't know. So, I mean, I I assume they're going to try to get a more team-friendly deal. I assume they're going to try to talk him into, hey, if you sign for 50 plus, that means Jamar Chase isn't going to stay around. Right, right. Like, you want your receiver? They're going to get into situations like Kansas City did. Yeah, for sure. And Weird. Kansas City's contract, the Holmes contract is very, very adjustable. Um, it, it can change pretty much every year. They can set aside money, push it aside. Um, they did a lot of creative things with that contract so they can move money around. And I'm sure that the Bengals are going to try to do the same. And I'm sure they're going to tell them, hey, look, we'll give you as much as you want. If you want 55, you'll get 55. You're going to need a new receiver. You're not getting Jamar Chase. Right, right. So how do you want to handle that? And, and I'm, I'm sure that they're going to try to talk them into taking less in order to keep other guys around. Uh, real quick before we get on the championship games, because I was wondering about uh, tight end uh, player you and I both like, but he's I think he's set up for a red Vinny, maybe 10, 11 millionaire Foster Moreau. What's your Morrow? Morrow. Gosh. So it's going to take for him to be up. gone for to finally Moro. get it right. Moreau, Morrow, Morrow. He's going to be on another team. I'm finally going to get it right. Um, because Darren Waller's been hurt, as we know. He's missed, what, 14 games, I think, yeah. in two years. Um, Morrow, I thought, did a good job behind him, but again, he's in line for eh, a payday. Yeah. So, what's your what's your call on Foster Morrow? It's going to be tough. I mean, I know he I know he really likes it here. I know he enjoys a lot of his teammates. I saw him out uh, playing some uh, pickup ball with. Uh, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. So he was out there, uh, and I know he he's very close with uh, with Waller. I know he did a, a feature on the album. I'm sure you heard that. Uh, no, I didn't hear I that. Figured. Uh, I was so, yeah, watching he, Family Feud. He, he, okay, well, I have some issues. With I'm family. your man, Steve Harvey. I, uh, I have some issues with him. That was a terrible impression. Uh, <laughs> it's actually pretty good. Family Feud that we can get into as well. Um, <laughs> Love the feud. That we can talk about it. I have I have thoughts. Um, it's going to be tough to keep him, and, and I think you're right. If if he is going to get a market value contract, which is as you said, probably between ten and twelve million yeah. a year. Because of what he's done and what he's capable of doing, and I think teams are going to look at him as a featured tight end. Uh, it'll be tough to match that. I don't think they'll be able to keep him around. Um, but if he doesn't get an offer, if the Raiders are able to, you know, 
be competitive with somebody else, I think it's possible they can keep him around. I just think somebody is going to uh, really make a big offer to overpay. I don't know if it's overpaying. I mean, I, I think he's very capable of stepping up and being that guy. Like he wasn't. He never. He never put up Waller type numbers in the offense uh, when Waller was gone. But I, I think I think the the ability is there. The potential is there. I think somebody's going to see that, and I think somebody will give him uh, that. You know. 10 plus million dollar deal that the Raiders would not be able to match. They wouldn't be able to do it. All right, let's get to this video of these guys dunking uh, in the pickup game. I want to get to that. Championship games, we'll just give you our picks. We'll give you our Super Bowl picks and we'll leave it at that. Um, <laughs> this is far more important. Sure. I don't, even, more important. I don't know if it was five, a five on five game. And I didn't see much defense. And I much. saw, I didn't see any defense at all. They just kind of all they just kind of all dispersed as Max was coming down the court to dunk, and even on the ones where Foster fed him for the dunks, when Foster dunked, there was no one around these guys. So was this a really a pickup game, or was this really just a show we can dunk? I I thought there was no defense. There was no. It was not a game, was it? It didn't. Look, guys are running on the court, high fiving each other after the dunks and stuff. Clearly, you're not a world star guy. <laughs> oh gee, here this we is, go. <laughs> this is this is what we do. You throw a dunk, and then everybody just kind of runs in right, the direction. It's right. great. Um, I feel like world star. I feel like it was a shoot of some sort. Yes, a commercial or a video or something. That yes, was going that's a on. great point. Um, I think that they played at some point because I saw a, I watched a ton of Instagram stories where he was in them, uh, where Max was in them, Foster was in them, and they were actually playing. They're playing the game. Yeah, the, the dunk that is going around that's going viral with Max. I don't believe that was part of an actual. I don't think that anybody was trying. No, um, there was the one guy in like the white shirt that just kind of ran side by side with him, and I yes, was like, is yes, he on the other what, team? What is he doing? Is he and then the kid in the ball. red, the kid in the red shirt, he's coming down the middle. He just kind of moves to the side so he can dunk the ball. It's like well, well, he went up. That? He got he got he got on the poster, I think. As a small poster, it wasn't a real poster. So, he got out of there pretty quick. I'm gonna say this: it was an impressive. It was an impressive not, coast to coast. I'm dunk. not ripping the dunks. I'm just saying the perception of that it was a game. Keyshawn is, Nixon, by the way, did kind of rip the dunk a little bit on Twitter. The one-handed dunk? Well, yeah, because he came out and he had a good point. He said he had to gather his feet, could have stopped ball right there, which is true. Okay, all right. Because Max right, did yeah. have to gather his feet around, like just just outside the three-point line as he drove. He yeah. gathered his feet a little, then went up. So it wasn't like in the I, rhythm of the play. I think play. they're good dunks. It was a, it was a good dunk, but in terms of a game action, I know there was some uh, some 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 heat coming back. Friendly. I mean, obviously he's you know they're they're former teammates and friends, yeah, but of course, um, yeah. But he was uh, he said, man, you got you got to gather the feet there. I would I would have stopped that, uh, which I think is maybe fair. So yeah, in a game, I don't know that that works. But Moreau I was, was dunking. Moro was dunking. Thank you. you got it. it took two tries. How we much got you, there. Huh? Moro. Uh, how much do you not have my, when my, I mispronounce Well, it was my top investigative work of the year. Tracking Talking down, to his father. Tracking down Foster Moro's father. But he didn't really have a problem with either. No, he said it's Moro. But. But. What, what was gonna, his line? He said, uh, we just let people say what they want and then get on down the road. Get on down the road. That's my get on down New the road. Orleans accent. All right. Vegas, get in on the sports betting action and get on the STN Sports app. With 14 convenient sign-up locations across town at Station Casinos, Wildfire, and El Cortez, you're only a few minutes away from getting started no matter where you are in town. With a huge menu of betting options and points back on your bets, STN Sports is the strongest betting app out there. So sign up today for STN Sports and earn up to $100 on your first deposit. There's a new brand of water out there that looks just like Tallboys of Beer. 
On the latest Vegas Nation podcast, my guest thought it was malt liquor, but it's really a 22-ounce can of pure liquor refreshment. It's actually mountain spring water from the Alps that's available in still, sparkling, and three flavors. And it's called Liquid Death. Liquid Death's tall boy cans are helping to bring death to plastic bottles. They also donate 10% of the profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. Did you know plastic isn't actually recyclable anymore and more plastic than not goes just to the landfill because it's not profitable to recycle. Aluminum is infinitely recyclable and profitable for recycling facilities. My favorite is the Liquid Death Severed line because it gives me that pick-me-up I need in the middle of the day when you feel like you're dragging and you won't make it to the final bell. But this is crisp and refreshing and the taste perks me right up and gets me through my day. So go get Liquid Death at your local Smiths, Walmart, Sprouts, and Terrible stores or find a Liquid Death retailer near you with their store locator tool at liquiddeath.com slash Vegas Nation. That's liquiddeath.com slash Vegas Nation. My Steve Harvey was better. <laughs> That's uh, not true. No you don't question. even know what Foster's dad sounds like. How do you know? Could have been perfect. Ah, my Steve Harvey's pretty good. It's not good. I've, I've I watch it all the time. And Larry's saying it's not good. Here's my problem with Family Feud. You're, we'll we'll do, oh, we'll, we'll get into this. I, I, I Family Feud growing up, I loved. Uh, a former colleague of ours, Matt Humans, uh, is obsessed with Family Feud. Still to the state, probably loves it. Loves it. Here's my problem with the current Family Feud because back in the day, there was like once every forty episodes, you would have an outrageous answer. Like either a uh, you know yeah, I slightly don't, not, not in forty episodes. I, every night I see answers. I'm like, and it says two Hold people. On. Two people said this. I'm like, there's no, no, no chance two people said that. You're, you're, it's a that's a different issue. You're right. Some people are just say bizarre things. And right, it's not even close. What I'm saying is, you would get like that special moment of somebody, you know, Steve or whoever the former host, where Ray Combs, Ray Combs, somebody along those lines would say. You know, 100, 100 answers on the board. Here is here's the question. Right. And somebody would say something that was like provocative or shocking. You mean the person who hits the button. Right. And you'd be like, oh, what was that? And everybody would kind of laugh and have a good time. Now they set it up so that happens every episode where it's it, it, the question is clearly phrased to get somebody to say something completely provocative and shocking. And then Steve goes, Oh, like that's you, not a good impression. It is of my guy, but he stands back, no. opens his mouth. He's shocked at the. You set up the question to get that answer. Why are you shocked? But they do it on purpose now. It used to be a special moment on Family Feud. The wife is completely disappointed that I watch this. I, I film every episode. I think it's on two channels, and last night I went through like eleven of them. Uh, but a lot of them, I go right to Fast Money. That's my favorite part of the show. My favorite show. And I close my eyes and I listen and I answer out loud and I try to get the number one answer. <laughs> you are. This, this is how you're spending the off season? <laughs> this, is, this is my off season. Okay. Family well, feud. It's, it's something. It's something. I, 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 I'm pretty good at this. Welcome to the feud, everybody. I'm your man, Steve Harvey. That's not a, that's not a good impression. I think, I think that's a really good impression. It's, it's not. If I had a three piece suit on right now, I'd be close. I think you're going to watch this back and be like, oh, boy, that's not as good as I thought it was. I don't know if I'm watching this back. I think you might. I think you might. I don't know if I'm watching any of this. You should. You should. Get some pointers for yourself. Thanks, it's good. Thanks, Larry. It's good. We have – so it's a lot of good family feud talk. Yeah. No, I, I, I love the show. 
Um, I, I have to see if I like the defending champions, if I'm going to watch the whole show, if I'm going to go right to Fast Money. Um, if I like the, you, who the Do you watch the Celebrity are. Family Feud? I've never seen it. How do you watch Family Feud every day and not see any celebrity episodes? I haven't. It hasn't come up on my on my list yet. Did you just start watching? The, did you just discover Family Feud? I watched it for a long time, and then there was a huge break. And then I, I'm down to two shows now. Family Feud. I don't think he's ever seen the show. Family Feud. With st- how would I know I'm your man, Steve? That's, how that's, how you, that's why your impression is so bad. You've never <laughs> even seen the show. Um, family Feud and Modern Family. Modern Family also is an old show. I've, I picked it up. I'm in season six. Larry just picked it up. Larry just picked it <laughs> okay, up. It's a great enough. show. Ed O'Neill. Are you kidding me? Forget about it. It's a, do you, you must have thought that show was pretty funny. I, actually, I, I mean, I watched enough of them, but I've, I was not a regular viewer. Okay, I'm in season seven. Just it's a started season show. seven. It's a, it's it's a, a good show. show. It's a good show. So that's where I'm at right now. That's the off season for me. Well, and good. my wife just said she actually phoned me earlier and said we've got to find stuff to do. This is just so embarrassing. On night, she goes, "What's our Friday night tonight?" I said, "The Feud and Modern Family." And she was just completely disgusted. Yeah, I don't blame her. <laughs> She's completely <laughs> disgusted. Wait till wait till you discover some other new stuff like Seinfeld. No, well, come on show. now. You know, you know I've seen out. every episode. Yeah, new show that just came out. You're gonna, you're gonna <laughs> Seinfeld? love it. Yeah, you're gonna love it. Yeah, yeah. The I I did also want to address because uh, it was one of my favorite stories since uh, since we last spoke. Why Josh McDaniels is here in Las Vegas and not in Indianapolis? Not, not the coach of the Colts. All right. So set, set the story. The story. I, I was going to. Mm-hmm. I'm a professional broadcaster. That's a story. Uh, a professional journalist. I'm, I'm building the suspense to it. So if you have not seen it, uh, Jim Irsay, owner of the Colts, um, was mixed up in this because it was released by a former college basketball coach who's now a media personality. Essentially, somebody who's now a Twitter troll is mm-hmm. his professional job. Uh, Dan Dockett, who used to be um, a college basketball coach, as he said, now just trolls people on Twitter all day uh, and does some radio. Uh, he said... That and if you if you've forgotten, 2018, I believe it was, the Colts hired Josh McDaniels to be the head coach. He accepted the job, was on his way to Indianapolis for a press conference to announce that he had accepted the job and had a change of heart, didn't take it, stayed with the Patriots. And the thought at the time was he was coming back to the Patriots because Bill Belichick was gonna eventually leave. He was gonna take over as head coach there. That obviously didn't happen. Instead, Josh McDaniels two years later, uh, or three years later, goes to the Raiders. So now he's the coach of the Raiders. Dan Dockett said the reason Josh McDaniels had a change of heart was because Jim Ursay came to his family home in Massachusetts. For dinner. And yeah, as part of like, hey, well, you're a new coach. Let's hang out. And that Jim Ursay disappeared into the bathroom for a, quote, awkward period of time. Uh, not good. Didn't come back out. And then Josh McDaniels and his wife said, uh, we can't work with this guy. I think the wife said, no, no can do. Sure. That was the story that the wife said, we're not, we're not. And we've in Las Vegas have had some experience with wives being treated a certain way in certain jobs, job hunts and coaches not taking the job because of it. That's happened here. Um, the story is fascinating to me. First of all, I could see this. Not that you're out there on the on the job market. I could see this happening with you. <laughs> I could see somebody coming to your house. Oh, staying, coming to my house, staying in the bathroom for way too long, and <laughs> your wife saying, "We're not, we're not working. We're, with this we're person. not working with this person." I, I could I could see that. I could see. That. I feel it may have even happened before. 
and then the ki- a- and and then the, the kids getting very worried about it. Sure. I mean, they're grown now, but you know, maybe when they maybe when they were smaller. And I could see them saying, "Dad, you can't work for this guy." I, I could see that. I could see that happening. Yeah. <laughs> it's something that would that would be potentially the case. Yes. So I don't yeah. think like people were laughing about this and joking about it. Like, well, I, why I would, think, how can't you laugh about? Of it? course. Well, I guess not laugh. I mean, who knows? The guy might have, you know, had had some problems or something. Well, he could have, or there's there's other speculation about what was going on, but from his past, sure. Uh, but I like I don't think it's that ridiculous. Like I, I think there is something about working for people and with people that you have to be somewhat comfortable with them. And they're like, no, this is not this is not going to work. Like this is not a match because that's too weird. Do you really think that was the final straw? I like to believe yes, it was. You like to believe it? I would like to believe that yes, it was. All right. <laughs> but I also don't think Josh McDaniels is going to acknowledge that. No. Do you think, oh, here's another question for you, uh, because Dan Dakich... uh, Well, wait, how how about this? How long is too long? Oh, it's a good question. I'm worried if it's 15 plus. (laughs) I would think, yeah, because the the rumor out there was it was over an hour. No. Yes. Do we believe this, by the way, with Dakich? I mean, sometimes... I want to. I know you want to, but sometimes stuff is floated that you... Well... Floated? Floated? Uh, yeah. No, no pun intended. Yeah. And that after Josh, after it was all over and Josh McDaniels was just like, yeah, deuces. I'm out. An hour? Yeah. Okay. An hour you got to be out. <laughs> I think what's so. Your, what's your limit? I, I, I think 15 plus I'm worried about the guy. I'm going, everything yeah, okay? Man, you good? You good? You okay? <laughs> everything okay? I don't think I want to go near that door. What's, what's your, what's your limit? And when you start to worry, when you're like, I think yeah. it's like ten. Ten. Yeah, I think it's like ten minutes. Eh. Was he the only person in the bathroom? Um, the, yes. Well, yeah. We think. I mean, look if if you if you go over by the door and maybe he's on a phone call, like that's possible. I don't think that's crazy either. That he just he was like, oh, let me take this phone call, and he just happened to be standing in there and didn't want to be out in the in the common area. That's a long call. Look. It's better than the alternative. <laughs> There's a couple alternatives. <laughs> of course. So I, I choose to believe this story. I don't care if it's true or not. I'm going to forever believe it. All right. All right. No, uh, I think you're is, this, is this your first? No, yeah, I want to believe it, of course. I mean, you, you want to believe it's true. Is this the first uh, question to Josh McDaniels in the uh, next time we see him? Has to be, right? But I don't think we do it on the podium. No, I don't. Well, he'd never answer on the podium. Maybe off the podium. Say, hey, did you see this tweet? Did you see what happened here? We did during a presser early in the year. One of the visiting media people did go in the bathroom during McDaniel's presser. I wonder if he had flashbacks. Was that during McDaniel's or a player? It was a player. It was a player. wanted to tie it in. It was a player. Um, Visiting media went, if you, you, okay, so there's a a room in there we do our interviews at, and they're at the podium. And a visiting media member came in late one. The, the, uh, The press conference was underway. Walked right through the presser. Walked right through the, slams the door. Which, you know, that happens with that door. The door's sure. not, you know, doors, uh, the wind hits it and it just goes crazy. Walks right through the presser, goes to the bathroom. While we're, we're in the middle of this presser, goes to the bathroom. And I, I didn't hear any water afterwards. <laughs> I heard a flush. No water. Yes, no water. The no water kid. And then he just walks out. You can't work for that guy. He just leaves. No, <laughs> I don't want to work for that guy. Yeah, I want to pull out of that job for sure. Yeah, I don't want to work for that guy. Yeah, no question. 
All right, should we give our Super Bowl sure, picks? Sure. The, uh, uh, all right, I'll start. Cincinnati versus Philadelphia. It's kind of boring. Uh, well, I are you going shock? Well, here's the issue. I had Philadelphia winning the NFC preseason. Okay. So I kind of have, you to, have stick to stay with, with that. Even you have though to stick I, with that. I'd like to see the 49ers. Would get you? There. Yeah, I think so. Right. I mean, the West Coast teams kind of support. I know how Raiders fans feel about the Niners for sure, but um, I don't have a problem with either. I like Jalen Hurts too. It's tough. Um, but I have to stick with the Eagles because that's who I picked preseason. The Ravens, not so much. Uh, they're not getting there. Um, but I think I, the Niners and the Packers, my guess is the Packers aren't getting there. I don't think so either. Uh, wait, Niners, Packers. Oh, who did I pick? No, I picked Niners. That's a tough. That's a no, t- I, no I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I picked the Niners against the Bills. Okay. I picked well, the Niners Bills against the Bills. There. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to stick with the Eagles, I suppose. And I, I just think the chiefs, there's too much, there's way too much, as much as I think the Bengals are really, really good. And I think they've been the best team for a couple months. Um, I think there's just way too much now, just assuming they're going to win on the road against the chiefs. So, um, I'll go chiefs and Eagles and, uh, take the chalk there. And although the chiefs have basically, they're both almost pick them, but chiefs are essentially pick them at this point. So yeah, I'm going to, I say the, the home teams win mm-hmm. and, uh, make for a fun Super Bowl. All right. If it's a bad game, I'm turning on. I'm your man, Steve Harvey. During the Super Bowl, I'm just. Watching I think it's Harvey. It's not. It's Harvey. I'm, I'm I know watching, it's Harvey. It's how I'm just how watching the it. Super Bowl for Rihanna anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Oh, that's right, Rihanna at the halftime. Yeah. Where will you watch the game? Super- to be determined. Really? Yeah. Not a casino. We'll see. We'll see. I have a. I actually, we can talk about it maybe on the next one. I have um, really. We're doing another one of these. I think so. Uh, <laughs> last year, we have me and my friends have a a long running Super Bowl tradition that we can get into uh, next week. I didn't get to do it last year because uh, I was obviously at the game, right? So uh, hopefully, we get back to it this year. It's very very fun. We were at the game last year, and you, that's when we had a. There's a lot of time, you know. You got to get to the Super Bowl like nine hours early to beat the traffic and to get in there for the media. Um, we do that for regular season games, and too. we like that as well. Not not complaining, <laughs> believe me, not complaining. But we had a long conversation that maybe one day. I don't know if we can get into this on this. Maybe it's too serious. Your your opinion on religion. It was one of the very like you said. We had way too much time, and we had media friends from around the country. So we we started table. we started. Uh, getting everyone's opinion, started polling we, uh, everyone. Yeah, we had a very long religious conversation yes. at the Super Bowl in the press box about five hours before the game. Yeah. It was good. Maybe we'll get into that one very day. Then there won't be another show. <laughs> Tell you what, we get into that, this thing's canceled. <laughs> uh, all right, yeah. so you have Eagles against uh, Chiefs. Yep. I have Eagles against uh, Cool Joe Burrow. There you go. So all right. Clearly the Niners are going to win. That's going to do it for our latest edition on Sportsmanlike Conduct of the Vegas Nation, sponsored by Station Casino Zesty and Sports, and presented by the Las Vegas Review Journal, Blue Wire, and Liquid Death. Remember now, there are new episodes of Vegas Nation every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Subscribe to Vegas Nation on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcasting app. Find all that coverage and more at VegasNation.com. For Adam Hill, our producer Larry Meir, I'm Ed Graney. We'll talk to you next week. Vegas. Get in on the sports betting action and get on the STN Sports app. With 14 convenient sign-up locations across town at Station Casinos, Wildfire, and El Cortez, you're only a few minutes away from getting started no matter where you are in town. With a huge menu of betting options and points back on your bets, STN Sports is the strongest betting app out there. So sign up today for STN Sports and earn up to $100 on your first deposit.